Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com. Coming soon to iOS and Android. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This episode of The Swirl Speed is sponsored by Sip and Share Wines. Sip and Share Wines is a micro winery that produces a variety of artisanal vegan wines. They recently launched their Seven Words collection, which features a different word for every occasion. With words like gratitude and abundance, you can understand why each glass should be sipped and shared with friends during all of life celebrations. The owner and friend of the podcast, Nicole Kearney, is passionate about creating experience for wine lovers who are often underrepresented by the industry. Learn more by following Sip and Share Wines on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter today. Cheers. Y'all ever have one of those days where you just like walk in the house, drop your bags, and the next thing you know, you're like drinking wine over your counter? That That's my day. That was my day. That, and so you just drop the bag and... Mm-hmm. Tell us what you were drinking, sis. <laughs> so I dropped my bag and uh, I went to the kitchen and I had uh, Crianza. So I'm drinking Tempranillo. Oh, no. Yeah. Rioja. Yeah. Yep. A Rioja type of day, right? Oh, huh? my God. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Ooh. Anyway, Tanigo, welcome to the Swell Suite. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a long day, but I'm happy to be with you ladies. So I'm good. Wonderful. Wonderful. Great. Glennis, how was your day? Same shit, new day. (laughs) (laughs) If I couldn't find. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm going to be politically correct. My day was marvelous. more entertaining mm. at 4 30 when i'm rolling that bag and i'll be like here we mm. go i'm out of <laughs> on to a glass of kava at my favorite spot Ooh. that's why i'm in the car so i'm outside of my favorite pub i just had happy hour kava it's only 4 50 uh, where are you drinking at oh you need to come up here it's the limerick pub i actually talked the um owner into getting sparkling because you know it's irish so all they really used to have was whiskeys and beer i was like yo some of us don't drink that all the time (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) can we get a little something different so he put on the menu um well let's first say this it used to be only fresh i was like can i get a gallon of (laughs) juice then (laughs) I know. My bad. I'm sorry. Sorry to all the first day lovers. Okay, my bad. So he was like, well, what else can I was like, well, can there's other covers at a great price point that you can get. So he bought in a rose and um a blanc de blanc, which are it's phenomenal. And I'm happy out they're only four fifty. Wow. Class. Yeah. Huh. Say that name of the place that you're at one more time. It's the Limerick pub L- yeah like limerick island l-i-m-r-i-c-k and it's right here off of elkin and price in wheaton maryland hashtag silver spring north mm-hmm. um but yeah and then on sundays it's happy hour all day uh-huh. you could catch a case messing around oh <laughs> <laughs> um, that's sweet. And, and the food is good. The food is very good from salmon to the regular bar food to the traditional um, Irish fare. So well. I know we, 
We talking to Tanika. Hey, girl, what you drinking to eat? Girl, I am a foodie too, so that caught all of my attention. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am okay <laughs> with this bit of knowledge. Thank you mm-hmm. very much, ma'am. Oh, uh-huh. and the East African spot walk opened up right across the street called Akuma Matata, and it's all East African. Or okay, wait a minute, maybe I screwed up. It's Ugandan. I ain't gonna say East or West because I'd be screwing up the geography. <laughs> <laughs> it's right across the street, so we get the bar hop in this little unplugged little um, Hispanic spot, great mojitos. So this is a little multicultural little area. Okay, okay. my bad. I like it. I like it. I like it. Leslie, you've joined us. Yes. I've just been enjoying the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Leslie. Hey, Leslie. How was your day? It was fabulous. I like to tell myself that every day. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's so positive. All right. All right. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. So we have a special guest. From jumping. Girl, keep jumping off that bridge. (laughs) 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 On a brighter note, we have a a special guest. Tanika, how are you? I'm good. I am great. Thank you guys so much for this energy. I'm loving it. Loving it. (laughs) Wow. We do what we can. We do what we can. Um, again, welcome to the Squirrel Suite. Um, if you want to give everybody an introduction of yourself. Sure. My name is Tanika Mangum. I'm the creator of Wine and Combos. Uh, a little bit about me. I'm originally from Connecticut, actually. Born and raised. Northeast. Woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> and um, born and raised. Went to school up there. Left. Uh, went to grad school in Miami, Florida. Switched it. And then when the recession hit, moved back up north and moved mm. to Boston. So I lived in Boston for seven years. And I've mm. been living here in the DMV, now Maryland, um, for the last six years. What's so, it like living in Boston, being, right. uh, being Black? Right. Okay, so let me tell you this. People ask me this all the time. I was like, Boston's like a great city, you know, sports-wise, lots to do, travel, blah, blah, blah. For... Black women, however, and I want to be real specific, mm-hmm. is that Black men do extremely well there. Oh, I'm sure. Of course. Black women, however, you, it will bite at your confidence level. It really will. Um, you will feel a lot of ignored. You feel ignored. You would feel like all the stereotypes about any type of Black woman are set to you. Right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I decided to leave um, after seven years of trying to, you know, grow, develop, be promoted, the whole nine. I just figured it's not going to happen here. So mm-hmm. I left. And yeah. what pro- what profession were you in in Boston? Or are you in that now? Yeah, I was in higher education. So mm. uh, I worked at a number of colleges, um, helping first generation students get to and through school. Mm. That's um, great. Nice. Yeah, I love the work. Um, got a lot of awards and everything through the work. However, no promotions mm. were in that. So, um, I, yeah, I be- like, yeah, seven years is a long time to, you know. Yeah, that is a long time. That's a long stretch. Yeah, you hung in there. Did. You did a lot longer than I would. I've been like deuces, people. <laughs> 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 Definitely gave it time. It wasn't like. But, you know, so Boston, in terms of city, I'm a, I'm a sports girl, so I love the city for that. Um, scenery is great. Food is good. But in terms of living there. Mm. Wow. Right. So what brought you here? Well, I heard the completely opposite about here. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know what? Let, me, let me try a little bit. Let me see. <laughs> let me see life is this chocolate city, what they were calling it. Then, yeah, since I've been here, it's been very interesting. I got here, I was rampant. Hear me? Okay, it was mm. like every day. <laughs> I was, it was like culture shock because being in a city like Boston, where it's an over amount of Caucasian people, right? Here, <laughs> here, I like. 
was like over- staring at people like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> over amount of Caucasian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, coming from Connecticut, born and raised, you know, Boston was a bit for me. I was like, wow, like, I, I would yes. have to go to certain areas to see mm-hmm. people of color or to really be mm. you know, infused in different right. cultural arenas. And so that's what I mean when coming here. I was just like, there's so many. And I, was, I celebrate everything now. I'm like, guys, you can't get this anywhere. Like, you just have to appreciate it. You know, people are yeah. like, oh, it's always like this. I'm like, no, you have to really appreciate what you have. Oh, be grow up here, and you and you'll be like, ugh, I'm so tired of niggas. Um, niggas everywhere. No way. No. Okay, listeners, that's the introvert in her. We're gonna like, Sorry. you know, I'm born and raised DC. Like, oh. okay, not that I would trade this for any anything else. To be clear, however, get a little tired. It's great to experience. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just want your people sometimes just to do better because they oh, want girl. to do better. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you, Leslie. Exactly. Thank you, Leslie. exactly. That's what I was trying to say. I told you the day I've had. Anyway. Yes, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Tanika, back to you. So you moved here. You've been living here. You like it here because it's so brown. So how did you get into wine? Were you doing wine in Boston? Good question. So Boston, surprisingly, is mostly known for beer. Mm. So when I got there, I was really into beer, um, trying different beers. um, Mm. And, you know, just really experiencing that. However, after a while, you know, it's, again, with my melanated skin, I couldn't (laughs) hang with all the people with the beer, okay? So I was like, I need something else to drink. You need you needed something besides Sam Adams? Yes, I needed something else. But Wiser, oh my gosh, like all the IPAs. That's like, mm-hmm. I, I love them all, um, but I just need something else, right? So started going to dinners, and I really haven't experienced wine prior to that. I grew up in a very Christian home, so no mm-hmm. one in my family drinks. Like when I say oh. no one. I'm the only drinker. Dang. So on holidays, you got to bring your own wine and they looking at you crosswise? Everything. Yes. Wow. Okay. Even Manischewitz? (laughs) (laughs) Staring at your glass, like, is she really going to drink the whole thing? Is she really being this in the house? Like, I don't bring bring nothing to the house. Like, I only drink when we go out to dinner, maybe. Because I always think about that at my wedding, like, how is this going to really be? Because um, <laughs> uh, we have two different people getting married. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so when I got to Boston, I really started to, you know, okay, let me think about wine in different ways. So started on my whites, and and that's mostly because these people I was going to work with were drinking whites. So they're like, oh, less calories, and, you know. Mm. <laughs> and so going with, you know, that notion, and then I said, well, I like, you know, whites, but I just feel like there might be something better. And that's when I started getting introduced to reds. And I love, I'm a red girl. Got I'm it. a red girl. So, so you like those hues. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know there's a theme going on. Huh? Um, <laughs> um, and so when I got to the reds, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to stay here. And then I started diving into cooking with it. Um, I really like to cook. So I started cooking with it and then I moved down to DC and I saw all these different varieties of, of restaurants. And I was like, okay, they have yeah. good restaurants in Boston, but not this much um, variety. Mm-hmm. Right. So here I was, you know, trying more and not being afraid to try more, going to to like liquor stores and being like, what's your most expensive like bottle on your main floor? Let's not get to the shelves yet. <laughs> okay, with the main floor. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know what I mean? Like that, that's a different price range. You know? so like, and not to say that I can't afford it. You know, sometimes I think I was listening to one of your podcasts before and you were talking about this, about how people say they don't want to buy, you know, cheaper wine mm-hmm. um, or they want to, they want to buy expensive wine. And I was like, that was definitely me at a point where it's just like, ah. and I really don't have a reason for it. So it was a good conversation, but um, 
that is how I started with wine and getting uh, a little bit more familiar with it. I definitely am not um, an expert at all. I still consider myself very much of a novice. Mm-hmm. Um, still exploring, still, uh, I take a lot longer to drink a wine than most people because I'm really playing with like my palate and just trying to mm. like smell things and taste things. I'm really in that stage of just learning. I like to be in that learning stage. So that's where I'm at. Nice. So can I ask a question, moderator? Uh, stop it. <laughs> um, so how did you come up with the name, um, your, the name of your blog or the name of your company? How did you come up with that wine and combos? Or what was the premise behind it? Sure. So basically what I've been doing personally is that I've been going to a wine festival in every state. That's where my mission is. Mm -hmm. And so um, exploring, I was going to these wine festivals and I noticed that there were no or very few Black-owned or minority-owned wine companies. And so I'm like, okay, I know they exist. Like, you you know, they got to exist, right? And I wanted to explore them, but I didn't want us to explore them myself. So I was like, well, I would love to like, drink wine and talk to people about it. And that's kind of how Wine and Combos just randomly came up. And I started doing like these smaller like get-togethers to say, hey, I found this wine. And it turns out people really either didn't know like me um, what these, these companies existed or weren't familiar with how to taste wine and do all these different things. So I was like, well, let me just create more events um because they're like yes we have a lot of bloggers who are afraid to do events actually which i was surprised about um they they really like to do you know the writing and like the sharing and the um informational but nobody really wanted to touch events and i'm like why do people this is a whole different ball game it is oh my gosh and nobody like hinted and told me that it's a lot of work and it's a different skill set absolutely absolutely So I still said that I had to learn. Um, I had great successes and I've had some public failures. Um, but what I really will say is that the wine community here has really um, supported me and helped me to continue to keep doing the events. Um, so that's what I'm doing. I'm just keep going. Um, it's, it's, they wanted to do them. You know, people wanted to have these. And so um, I'm trying to streamline what Wine and Convos is, and I think I'm getting there exactly where I want to be. Um, I really envision Wine and Convos being like, you guys ever seen the David Letterman show on Netflix? Yeah. So I want it to be like that, but with wine. Mm. Like, I'm I really want, like, I David Letterman live. <laughs> yeah, like I would want to feature, you know, like yeah. I would want to switch just a feature world suite and we would just have and the conversation would be whatever you guys want to talk about and we're just mm-hmm. drinking wine. And, yeah. and it's a feature of one of these black owned minority owned wines and that's what we're drinking, that's what we're tasting, but we're having a conversation, getting to know people mm-hmm. um who are in this industry or people who just love wine in general. Um uh, I feel like people really are attracted to those kind of atmospheres. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I would. And so I that's where I'm moving to. So I'm planning the series now for the fall uh, to actually launch that. So I'm excited. That's Excellent. So where do you excuse me, where do you have them? Oh, so that's the that's the big thing, right? So <laughs> definitely finding a space um throughout the DMV area. Um Lately, since I've been starting, I've been having them in D.C., so I've been having them in different, like, restaurants and things um, or uh, event spaces that have been really good. I'm really mindful about accessibility, so I try to have my events that are near public transportation or have, you know, just easy access, parking, so there's not a, you know, problem to get there, um, but also something where people can come straight from work, right? Um, I also make sure that I have food at all my events. A lot of people don't touch the food. They just say, oh, we're going to do a wine tasting and that'll be it. And I want it to be a communal experience. I want people to actually meet each other, talk and like sit and enjoy. Right. And so that includes food. So that's where a lot of people are like, oh, you're charging for these events. I'm like, ma'am. Do you want food or not? You know you're charging for these events. What? Oh my gosh. I don't think people understand like, how much effort and time and money. Mm-hmm. 
and I and luckily I've, I've developed some great negotiation skills that I'm very fair as well. I'm definitely fair. I do not ask reduced discounts for my black loan, black wine or minority owned companies. I don't okay. do that. Um, and I think that's why I got a lot of success in terms of partnerships. Because mm. they saw how real I was, I was able to buy straight out. You know, mm. it was my own money. I was like, I'm going to make sure that you get what you're worth, you know? Um, but when it comes to food and stuff, we're negotiating. Were the the black wine um, companies at least able to offer you wholesale instead of retail for the wines? Yes, some of them absolutely were. Um, And I think that was based on, some of them had to wait to see what I did first. Uh, What do you mean wait to see what you did? They, they don't want to, because again, they're putting their brand in my hands. It's not like they're going to be at the event marketing a brand, right? Okay. And so I have to be mindful of that, is that I have to show who I was to them so they, they can trust me with their brand. Got and it. so I really take it personal when they say, yes, we would love to be, you know, the official person for your event because they don't have to tell me yes. You know, it's very fragile for a lot of these um, companies to put their entire brand in the hands of someone else because mm-hmm. um, they're not as large, right? So they have a smaller, you know, smaller storehouses or, you know, they just don't have the ability to have that much. So for them to give me so many bottles or to give so many cases, it, it's a big deal for them. And so I make sure that they're getting sales at the end of the day. A lot of my events, I allow people to buy on the spot. Mm. They can actually purchase the bottle so they, they can see like, okay, she's not just doing it for just her event, but the real gist of it is I want them to know about this company. I right. want the company to be known. I want the company to be highlighted. And so if that doesn't come across any of my events, that's the number one thing that everybody should know about is that I at least tasted this wine I never had before, or if I did have before, at least I know this is a wine I can purchase you know, immediately either on the spot um, and get it shipped to my house or um, even if I have extra bottles, I can have it that night. So um, that is how I operate. Gotcha. Nice. So with your... Um, audience... oh. No, you go ahead, Leslie. No, I was just going to make a comment that I love the fact that you recognize that this is a business for people and you don't, you're not looking for the hookup because um, sometimes we tend to do that to our own mm-hmm. and not expect it of others. So that you like, you're like, no, everybody deserves a seat at the table and should be able to make money off of their business. Right. Exactly. And I think a lot of the business were surprised that it's like, oh, I'm going to buy, you know, three cases and they're like, for your event, right? I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, and then some of them have been gracious enough to donate cases after that after they oh, saw wow because they were just like we haven't really had that you know it's like usually it's an ask first and then maybe possibly i'll get something out of it but no i want to the the problem is i want to support the business <laughs> you know so either i'm you know buying the cases for an event or i'm buying the cases for my house like what which one are we doing you know <laughs> yeah. so i'm buying it for the event in this case nice so your wine and convos events, like, so do you have um, special guests or speakers that are having the conversation around wine? And do you control that? Or do you just feed them the wine and just let them like go for it? Oh, my gosh. So it's been a variety. Um, I've been set as a moderator at all of these events. <laughs> um, but we have so many talented and also animated wine lovers okay so <laughs> that means yeah i'm not going to dictate an entire if they're flowing and they're talking i'm not gonna cut that off like this is good energy, <laughs> good energy. i want to keep that going so um i've had events where i did have to ask like question and i'm always prepared for those i send questions in advance let them know these are the type of questions that i'm going to ask you um these are things that we can talk about tell me which one you don't want to talk about whatever um but the reason why I like this new series is because we can talk whatever they want to talk about. So I'm not sending them because they're telling me like, oh, I want to talk about this. And it might not have to do anything with their business at all. Um, 
it could be something of an interest of theirs or whatever, right? And um, I think that's the beauty of it. But yeah, I've been a moderator um, this, the last couple ones that I've had. And um, some of them, I don't have to moderate at all. <laughs> and I do. So it's always fun just to, for the audience to kind of get a feel. You never know what you're going to get when you come, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. So wait, so you have a black wine retreat coming up. Please tell us all about that and how that came about. I am so excited. So I was talking to my colleagues who um, really are like my thought processors (laughs) because I'm really always saying like, what do you guys think about this? And um, I was talking to them about a couple companies that I've been seeing that are not run by us. And just seeing how they operate their businesses and what they call it. And I'm looking and I'm like, there has to be a better way to market our black wine or minority companies. I feel like it's, it's either they're featured in a big time magazine or a celebrity picks them up and they post on an Instagram or it's a blogger spotlight. But outside of that, there really isn't enough Mm-hmm. attention on ours right and so I figured you know what is black wine really it's a story and I mm-hmm. love the stories behind um, all of these companies and so I wanted to highlight their stories in different ways but also do it in a way that's more relaxed setting so I'm like well what's what's another word for relax and it's like oh retreat and then I was like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> has there ever been a black wine retreat so you know I went straight to Google I'm like Googling everything. I'm like, this is unbelievable. I have not seen or heard of a black wine retreat. And I'm like, this has to happen. And I understand like we were talking about earlier, people who wait events. So I'm like, I know it's going to be a big key. I know it's going to take a lot of energy, but it has to be done. Like it has to be. And so I decided to go for it. So I'm doing the black wine retreat, which is going to be over veterans weekend, which is great because most people have, off um that that monday or whatever holiday it is but i also wanted to make it more about relaxation but mostly about black wine so we will be going to virginia and people are like oh virginia wine and i'm like yeah but you probably did like the northern virginia wineries and i'm trying to take this deeper down to places you probably haven't been which is why i picked (laughs) this area and it's like the Louisa uh, County. So it's like Pumpus, Virginia, where they don't see a lot of melon, which is fine because we're going <laughs> to fine. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm excited because we got this big house mansion that I really um, was, had my eye on. And I was just like, I can't get this. So we got this big house and um, we're going to five wineries that are around the area. So that's great. Now, none of them are black owned. But that's okay. I think it's important that people get to experience both types of wine and they can kind of see the, the difference here, the stories behind them, all of those different things. But I'm adding a private brunch that's going to be at a, a top chef um, black owned restaurant. So we're getting the entire place. So it's not, when you hear private brunch, you think like, oh, it's a room in the restaurant, mm-hmm. right? No, we have the whole place. Like he's mm-hmm. totally all down for us. Um, which I'm really excited about. And then after that, we're going to one of the wineries and, and or people can select to go to the spot instead of the first winery. So there's a spot that's close by that is amazing. And um, some people have selected that they're going to go to the spot. Then that's when we go to the house where um, we're going to have some downtime. But I have found this black owned, this black chef who has been with the Marriott Hotels for over 20 years. He started his own business. He left Marriott, started his own business, and he's going to do our four-course dinner for us. Wow. So I'm super excited um, about him. He's like, whatever you want, put it on the menu. And so I got to touch my foodie friends. I'm like, God, I need your help bringing this menu. Um, <laughs> we're going all out for this menu, and we're going to do a pairing and every single pairing will be a Black-owned or minority-owned wine. Mm. Oh, nice. So that's going to be like the, you know, like, okay, we have this wine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have a post-dinner social after that, um, which will include us just mingling, you know, jamming out, but also 
Uh, I'm really trying to get a live band component mm. of that. Um, so <laughs> for anybody who knows one, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, a, a post social. And then when we wake up, we're actually having um, catered breakfast as well before we hit the winery. So we're hitting the other four wineries on the next day. So I really want people to have a nice breakfast, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to need it. Yeah. They're going to need it. Exactly. And then on the way back, uh, we'll be having, um, we'll have our last dinner too, which is going to be at a winery and restaurant um, in the area. So and then we end up the day by coming back home. But we're excited. The, the mansion is right on the water. It's right off this um, lake. Um, the sunsets are going to be amazing. It's a wraparound porch. Oh, um, nice. Oh, God, I love those. It's <laughs> three levels, too. Um, so everybody will have access, enough space for everybody. Um, I know some people didn't want the remaining rooms because um, people took those masters like quick they're like those are sold out right um, <laughs> which i understand and so i had to make hotel com- accommodations which are also really really nice that are not f- far from there so we have a chartered bus that can be taking us everywhere mm-hmm. so even if you're at the hotel you'll still be able to have all the fun at the house and be oh, nice. nice i made it so they don't feel like oh i'm stuck at the whole net hotel now what you know yeah i want them to be part of it it's supposed to be retreat and so i just announced our sponsorship levels today which i'm really excited about um we have a self-care sponsorship level we have a food beverage and snacks sponsorship level where you can be featured um either for post the post dinner social or what have you and then we also have the um, giveaway and swag um sponsorships so we are excited. It's going to happen November 9th through the 11th. And my goal is to have this annually. Hmm. Oh, nice. Yes. And I want it to be in different locations. I know Napa's on my list. Wow. Um, I definitely want to do some trips that are, are local, but also far. I want to maybe even put in some wine festivals in there. So I'm thinking Austin Food and Wine Festival is a big one. Nice. Um, so I'm just trying to think of other different areas. I just wanted to see how this first one went, right? Yeah. Before I j- drive it into flights. <laughs> yeah. like, um, but that's the goal. Every year we will go to a new place um, for this Black Wine Retreat. But so it's not going to be locked into over the Veterans Day holiday. It's just this particular one is falling on that. Yes. I would okay. Veterans Day holiday, but I'm not sure how everything works out. Um, so it might change, but for for right now, my my goal is to keep it that weekend. But it might it might change some things. Excellent! Wow, that's awesome. Well, I mean, you seem to have a real passion for events and like that level of detail. Totally. That not everybody has that. Exactly. Just the ability to deal with different. Amen, sister. <laughs> just can't deal with you know sometimes it's the event planning it's fine for them it's just dealing with different people's um desires and their wants and their needs and i'm i'm okay with that i think this is what a retreat is you're supposed to feel at home you're supposed to feel relaxed so i'm trying to meet everybody's expectations as much as i can mm-hmm. uh, but also saying like this is what we have right so if you want something yeah. else i'm gonna see if i can work with you but most likely you probably can't um but i i do love events i do love planning them i do like being able to you know get people together um i'm a hostess <laughs> i mean i want a big house myself so i can host a lot of events um so i'm excited i think one of the questions um you guys asked me was um what is one of the fourth what's the fourth picture in your phone oh yeah that's in the next one yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I laugh so hard. I mean, I could wait for it, but I'll answer it later. But okay. <laughs> you know what? Since you brought it up, let's move on. Okay. Let's move on to our next segment where we ask you uh, rapid and random questions. Um, the first one is going to be How many wine clubs do you belong to? And this is for everybody, actually. So you can go first, Tanika, and we can move on to Glennis. How many wine I clubs? I actually belong to zero seriously i know 
Okay. I'm I surprised. Like, I'm, I'm shocked too. Like when I, I read the question, I was like, oh my God, I don't have any, which is really shameful. I need to get on that. <laughs> Glennis, what about you? Can I add a word in there that says used to? Because oh. I'm right now paying for other people's funerals. And that's another issue. Okay. Oh, oh, ooh, oh, oh. Wow. Okay. Uh-oh. Sorry. My bad. Um, right now, <laughs> I'm going to go with Timmy Good. None. Okay. But I used to be in several. Okay. All right. Leslie, what about you? I know you belong to a few. I do. And I'm going to say... Really, I'm sitting here trying to count. Oh, that many. Less than 10. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> Big money. Go, girl. I'm going to grow up be like you. But, you, but also, um, let me just say this. I appreciate every wine club that I belong to. But I also use the wine that I receive from the wine club when I'm doing wine tasting. So oh, okay. it's also a a business relationship for me. Okay. Got you. Got you. Tanisha, are you awake? I am. Ah, yay. How many wine clubs do you belong to? Um, right now I'm not in any. Wait, I thought you were getting the little kind that comes in the, wait, what's the wine that comes in the little tube? In the little, uh, old, uh, yeah, I'm not in that club anymore. I'm doing that advent calendar again though. Uh, I'm doing that again this year, but I'm not in that club. Got you. I am in two clubs. Um, I actually share, you know, did you know you can share a wine club with someone so you can share the cost? So, hey, let's be, um, (laughs) look, I just want to share the wine, not the cost part. (laughs) Like, let me just have some wine, please. So um, the first wine club that I ever joined was Green Hill Winery. It's in Virginia. Um, it's like, it's probably an hour from um, DC and I really, they got bubbles. So it's one of the rare local wineries that has decent bubbles. So um, join them and they have a cute little wine club house. Like you don't even taste the same wine that everybody does. It makes you feel, <coughs> you know, yeah, no. you know. That small moment, yes, a VIP, yes. Um, and then the second wine club that I belong to is Grancada. And so that's in um, Petworth and in Northwest DC. And it's a wine shop, but all of their wines are from, I don't know, Spanish speaking countries. So it's come Argentina and Spain and all of those countries. Um, and I really like their wine club because they have wine pickup parties. Oh, nice. Yeah, all sorts of events, and it's right here in the city. So those are my two. Oh, What's nice. the frequency at which you get your wine from the wine shop and then also Green Hill every month? Green, both of them are, no, every quarter. Every okay. quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Grand Cotter, you can dip in and out of their wine club. Like, you mm. skip, yeah, you can skip months if you want to and, you know, pick up when you're ready. So that's pretty okay. cool, too. All right, so the second question is, what is the fourth photo in your phone? I might not be able to tell y'all this. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to say that. So we're talking the fourth photo that of the most recent ones or the ones that go the fourth no, of the no, first one? The fourth <laughs> from the last. From the last, okay. Oh, four from the last, okay. Mm-hmm. Let me go back. Oh, you good God. <laughs> oh, mine is a picture of some beer. <laughs> Leslie, what's your photo? I'm okay. Hold on, I'm still looking. Okay, so watch like, You ain't yeah, gotta go look that hard. It's just the fourth from the last. Taken personally, uh, or are you sending something and cropping? Uh, okay, I need this too much. <laughs> Okay, so mine is, okay, I'm looking at it. Mine, this is so boring. Mine is a picture of a window of my house because I'm having some repairs done. And I was like, y'all not get this right. So, here. Oh, that's cute. Wait, I know, it's sad. It's sad. (laughs) Tanisha said beer. And what about yours, Tanika? 
So mine is actually a photo of long, a long and foster posting. Okay. Of a is building. that a storefront? It's a storefront. I've always wanted to have a storefront for wine and combos. Um, wow. So, so you see, you're putting it into existence. I love that. Right. Girl, you're putting it right on out there in the atmosphere. <laughs> so we, we'll see because you know what you said about trying to go all these different places and have events i'm like what if i just have my own place mm -hmm. yeah i'd rather have that so i love it i love it um my fourth photo is i was babysitting my niece on sunday and we went to the playground on a sunday afternoon listen shout well, that's out very to, brave of you listen like, shout out to parents i don't know how <laughs> I don't know how y'all do it. And it was a rather big playground too. It was the Watkins Park one. So mm. it was it was kids everywhere. I it was Oh my god. Yeah. What, Leslie, have you been to that playground? I don't know why you would, but Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I um that's why it's like it brought back memories cuz as a child we used to go there. It was cuz it's so big. It's yeah. huge. It's, it's a it's huge. Massive. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah, so yeah, um, you can lose a kid there. You definitely uh -huh. could. Yeah, yeah. Thank God we got her back. <laughs> you got her back. Wait, back. <laughs> that means at one point. Uh -uh, okay. okay. <laughs> the baby. <laughs> Tell your brother about this. <laughs> okay, next question is what is your favorite season and why? Oh, and oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, your picture. Sorry. Uh Side out to the moderator. Sorry, sorry Glennis. Oh, no. My picture literally um, is a picture of party favors for this wedding that I'm in. And um, they're very cute. They are personalized um, wine stoppers. Mm. And they come all in one with the box and the card. You can put all it. But Ooh, how boring nice. is that? Where's, where's your wedding? Where's the wedding that you're going to be in? It's going to be at the villa. In, uh, what's this? Right here. Um, oh, so cool. it's in town. It's here? It's in town. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in town. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very nice. So. You got some rich friends. That's a nice gift. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, okay, next question is for everybody. What is your favorite season and why? Oh, favorite season. I love all seasons. Oh, but if fall. I had to pick, I, I was gonna say fall too. If I had to pick one, it would be fall too. Because the fashion and sweaters, like, boots, mm -hmm. a little chill in the air. Yeah, the sound of leaves crushing underneath my feet. Oh my goodness, this is oh. deep. I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah Tanika what about you summer girl summer really okay I'm a summer girl um I just love the sun it takes my energy up I love being outside I love water I love being near water and mm. um, it's a kind of like my calm space so yeah definitely summer. Leslie Definitely fall for all of the reasons that have been mentioned and my birthday's in the fall. Ah, love it. Um, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna go with fall too. My birthday's also in the fall. And actually, um red wine and fire pits get me in the fall. That's it. Red wine and fire pits. That is a good life. That's it. October, October, November birthday. Yeah, I'm October. November. November. My birthday's tomorrow. Oh, are you serious? Oh, happy birthday. Just happy birthday. Oh, oh my gosh, what are you doing for your birthday? Nothing. What you mean, nothing? <laughs> what? Hold on. I know you are a lot younger than all of us. What are you really doing for your birthday? Right. Nothing. Um, <laughs> I mean, making a good picture for that fourth photo on the last part of the <laughs> <laughs> but I just came back from San Diego and that was like my early birthday present to myself and then 
I'm getting ready to gear up to travel for work and I'll be gone for like two months. So I kind of just want to relax, lay low. Not okay. The wine will be involved. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, name a book that changed your life. It's for everybody. The Bible. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Lord. <laughs> I think after the Bible, probably be the four agreements for me. Mm, nice. That's a good one. The book? Well, I think it was after watching Roots, and I was 11 when it came out, but then reading the book and realizing the book was so more intense than the actual movie, the miniseries. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be Roots for me that changed my life because I started looking at other folks like this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. Don't hand me a cup of water. I'll get my own. <laughs> and all of the above. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Leslie, you got a book? Um, I don't know. I I, I can't remember. I don't think I have a book that changed my life, but books that have stayed with me is like To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, sure. Stayed with me for a long time. Yep. And, um, oh, The Coldest Winter by Sister Soldier. Oh, girl. Oh, you like, girl, that you good. Shut up. Talking about a throwback. My oh, gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got that? Yes. Whoa. That was a oh, I totally forgot about that book. Mm. Uh huh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Reading Elin Harris will change your life too. Oh, ooh. oh yeah. That's oh, a, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's another different. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's a different kind of change, though, Glenda. That's mm -hmm. a different change. <laughs> <laughs> I said change. <laughs> That's when you looking at stuff different, mm -hmm. right? That's looking at different. people different, mm -hmm. right? Like, wait a minute, did he say? Hold on a second. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely, huh? Um, uh, for me, it was I know why the cage bird sings by Maya Angelou. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, yeah, and probably the Year of Yes uh, by Shonda Rhimes. That was a good one. That I can one. see your life changing if you say yes for a year. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not commit to that a whole year. Girl, no. No way. <laughs> I just start a month and then see how it goes. Listen, if I could make it through the weekend with a yes, that would be. <laughs> or maybe shit. How about that? Right. <laughs> right about now. <laughs> mm, mm -mm. Um, all right so this last question is also for everybody how do you relax after you have like a big wine event go to sleep <laughs> oh okay go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> i'm a pizza girl i love pizza so ordering a nice pizza some wine and a comedy I am like the happiest girl. Got it. Real simple, but I love it. It's my my downtime. And Leslie, what about you? I mean, you have so many events. I know. I get so emotionally involved in every event. So just to go mm -hmm. home and sit on my bed, mm -hmm. and if I have the energy to just pour me a nice little ice cold glass of 6100 is perfect okay. okay i have to i have to agree um with leslie nothing relaxing to me is just walking in that door taking off this bra <laughs> listen <laughs> yeah walking take off the bra kick off the shoes whatever available 
to drink that is not going to be too hard to open it depending on yeah. if it's mm-hmm. a stressful point mm-hmm. getting up that step turning on mindless TD like Bachelor in Paradise some mindless just don't have to think about anything and just get in the bed and be like dude yeah this is mine <laughs> how about that I don't have to listen to nobody do what I want yeah this yeah yeah that's me that's it I love that. I know y'all really wanted to hear all that, but my bad. Uh, of course we do. Oh, no, we all agree, too. Yeah. We all agree. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we uh, had the church hand in the air. Yeah. <laughs> do you have an answer that's different from Glennis? Oh, me? No, just, um, I'm probably going to drink a beer because I only want to open up a glass. I mean, uh, dirty up a glass. So I'm just going to open the, you know, just open a beer. And I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, I don't want to say words. I don't want to right. need to be at, at yeah, yeah. I need to be silent and Netflix, but yeah, yeah. And that's interesting because, especially if you're at a wine event and you're talking, it, well, depending on what you're doing at that event, if you're hosting or if you're teaching yeah. or if you're just part of trying to keep everybody engaged, it's like, damn, mm-hmm. I don't want to open my mouth. Mm-hmm. I just want to yeah. be. Quiet. Uh-huh. Just, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yep. what about you Sarita um for me I usually need like food is comfort for me I'm usually starving after these wine events so I I want something that I don't have to talk with so I'll usually go to a hole in the wall ramen bar where Mm. nobody's talking and all you hear is like the slurping of the the noodles (laughs) and the soup and I have a nice cocktail on the side and I'm I'm good I'm good. I mean, because I'm married, I gotta come home and talk to somebody, so I can't. Ain't nobody here. It's, it's I'm married. I gotta so, come home and talk to somebody. So I no, I need, I need. I need the I'm quiet. Married, please help. Don't do that. <laughs> you know what? I think that's the. I have somebody at home that wants to talk to me. I gotta talk. <laughs> Tanika. Yes. Before we go, please tell everybody where they can follow you and find your events. Yes, that's wine in convos. The word wine, the letter N, C O N V O S, on all social medias Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also hit me on email, hello at wineandcombos.com, and website, wineandcombos.com. Thank Got you it. so much, Lily. Cool. Thank you, thank you for joining us, Sinika. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be a shameless. Oh, thank you. We look forward to sitting on the couch with you having that conversation. Yeah! <laughs> you know we're getting an indication, right? I just want you to know. You are can you let us know when your next one is? And, and you know, hopefully we can make a squirrel sweet appearance. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. I would yeah. love to. Absolutely. That would be nice. Yes. Love it. Love right, you, ladies. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. This car thing is working now. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our show, everybody. Thanks for joining the Swirl Suite. Don't forget to follow the Swirl Suite on all social media. We love comments. If you have a guest in mind, just send us an email at swirlsuite.com. Thanks to Tanika Wine and Combos. Don't forget to follow her on social media. Have a wonderful week. Cheers. Cheers.